Hello and welcome to In The Clock End and also podcast with me, Steve. And joining me today, I've got Cal with me. How are you? You all right? Buongiorno, Stephen. Yeah, I'm uh, not too bad. Not too bad at all. Um, things are starting to open up in Ireland. So, you know, life feels like life again. Like I had a busy weekend and I'm not, not just because I'm getting old. I'm knackered, mate, today. Knackered because I haven't had a busy weekend like that. <laughs> I went for a walk into a different country. I cross county travel. Do you know what I mean? No, I mean, I, do, I had actually lots of stuff on this weekend because, as you know, I'm uh, getting married in September, which seems not that far away at this stage. So, you know, went wedding ring shopping on Saturday. Wow. That was kind of, yeah, big, big, big money moves. Getting then, real. Did you get some been... Hell no. <laughs> Jesus. Can't be going. Do you have Poundland? No, I just bought some Aribo star mix, took the rings out and gave them to it. No, look, you can't, you can't be doing that. Sports direct, Jesus Christ. But no, it's nice, mate. Like, you know, I'm nice to be able to get out and about and just see people. And do you know what? This is going to sound ridiculous. Sound, I saw an aeroplane on Saturday. I haven't seen an aeroplane fucking months, which is ridiculous. You really to get out of the house, mate. <laughs> I did. I did. And it was great. So leave me be. <laughs> Good. I'm, uh, I'm glad you're good. And joining us um, back after a few weeks out of the loop, Liam, how are you, mate? I'm good, thank you. Sorry, I've been away for various reasons, uh, most recently illness. Um, not COVID, thank fuck. Um, but yeah, all going well over here as well, actually. Uh, things are starting to open up. Plenty of restrictions, all the same, but the numbers are going the right ways. Uh, you know, infections are down, vaccinations are ramping up. Um, starting to feel like there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, it definitely feels that way, doesn't it? Across, across uh, not just in the UK, across Europe. Hopefully, the end is in sight. I mean, ultimately, you know, this can't continue forever. You have to sort of draw a line and go, you know what? We're just going to have to sort of deal with it a little bit more. Um, You're talking arsehole life. Hmm? Both. Both, mate. Arsehole <laughs> <or> life. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Uh, but no, I'm, I'm glad you guys are well. Steve, it's all well and good that we're well, mate. But come on, the listeners want to know. How are you? I mean, I'm the host. You don't. I, we don't talk about me. I ask. I, oh, ask I, I ask the questions, not give the questions. I'm fine, mate. I'm a little bit hungover today. There we um, go. Mate. This, yeah, this I is drank, what we Me and me and uh, Steph went away for a little staycation last night. We we drank a whole bottle of rum between us. Mm-hmm. Um, very good though, um, listener. If you like rum, red leg, pineapple, very good. Because we did a bit of coke and a bit of ice. Coca-Cola listeners, that is not cocaine, just, oh, just to clarify. Oh, no, it's pe- well, I, I, we had the Pepsi Max, the Audi Pepsi Max, because, you know, can't afford the real thing. <laughs> Buying no, a house, so, you know, we're on a shoestring bridge these days. But no, I'm, I'm, I am good, mate. Thank you for asking. Good, um, good, all good. Gravy, all gravy in the Navy. Um, so let's just get into it. So lots to talk about today. We're going to do something a little bit different. The three of us have created our worst Arsenal eleven of all time. Um, so we'll get into that soon. Before we get into that, though, it's been an interesting few, few weeks for the Arsenal. Um, we got locked out of the Europa League, and then we've had back-to-back wins against West Brom and Chelsea. Um, Liam, I know you're a huge supporter of Mikel Arteta. Uh, when we when we last spoke, Indeed. this is prior to going out of the Europa League. <laughs> How are you feeling about everything? Where do you stand at the moment? Give me your thoughts, feelings, views. Give me the lowdown. Yeah, I mean, I think the last thing I said was pre-Villarreal was it kind of my thoughts on Arteta would kind of depend on how the manner in which we went out, if we went out. Um, and yeah, the manner of which wasn't wonderful, let's be honest. It, it wasn't just that, you know, two teams going for it, we were beaten by the better team or uh, it was close. It was anything like that. No, it, it was frankly pathetic the way we kind of whimpered out, I guess. Um, so, not going to lie, I have, have wavered um, on Arteta. I have been wavering. And what? What did you say? <laughs> <No>. Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking news. Um, no, well, I think it's... Yeah, I mean, how could I not waver, really, when you look at the what was up for grabs and I was disappointed with the way we played away at Villarreal. And then you kind of went, well, Leno and, uh, and Pepe have given us half a chance to keep us in this. Arteta's mm. got a chance to, you know, learn from his mistakes and something I think he's done well in the past and didn't really feel like he did, um, which was really disappointing. And it's the first time I've seen that. And that's what's made me waver, really. This, um, this is really shocking. And, 
Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not expecting that. I'm still not there. I'm still not there at the minute. I'm not calling for his head or anything, but it, you know, I'm not so stubbornly arteterian as I might have been once upon a time. Let's let's put it that way. Um, yeah. Recent results have eased that, and I think it's. I think I've been able to, with the recent results. You know, West Brom, Chelsea, been able to take a step back, if you like, and see the bigger picture and what's sort of coming this summer. Because I, I, I said before before even December, uh, this I, I just don't think the players were good enough and the summer can up, coming up would be huge. And that still remains the case. So let's see what I think, see what we do in the summer. I still give him to December, you know, unless things go really that badly. Um, frankly, I'm probably inclined to give him the season still. Um, but he'll have oh, a pre-season. Let's give him a five-year deal. Who is it? What manager got an eight-year contract? Was that Pardew at Newcastle? Pardew at Newcastle. Oh, it was only recently that went up. Yeah. It? It like the last year or something. That was up. Yeah. Well, um, but honest. no, to, to sum up in the end, I guess I've got that perspective back after Villarreal. I think the summer's going to be huge. Mm-hmm. We'll have a pre-season to work on stuff. Um, I just hope we finish the season in a, in a positive way so that we could build positive in the summer and go from there. But yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now. Yeah, that 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 has sort of taken me aback a little bit. I was fully. I'm not just a stubborn. I'm not just a stubborn no, twat. I just say, I call it as I see it. I call nah. it as I see it, and I'm not. I'm not afraid of changing my opinion. You know, I think I think after the Villarreal game, a lot of fans sort of was starting to maybe question it a little bit more. Um, you can only be disappointed at that result, though. Let's be honest. Yeah. There's yeah. there's no way anyone can come out of that and go. Oh, Arteta was unfortunate, or Arteta did well. Bills, no, sorry, no, no, no one in their right mind could say that. And I'm not, I'm not an idiot. I might be a bit stubborn at times. I might be a bit blindsided, but I'm not an idiot. What was I ultimately? You know, what were we probably ultimately disappointed about after the Villarreal game? You know, you can accept results. It's a result business. You're used to winning, drawing, or losing. The bit that none of us can get on board with, and I think we'd all be hand in hand skipping out of the Emirates or skipping to the Emirates. However, when you look at it. It's just a severe lack of performance, mate. That's that's what done. That's what does it for a lot of us. It's you know I said it to you guys after the first leg, semi final lads. Like fuck me, what else do you need? What other motivation do you need than to go and win a, a major European trophy? And we just in both games, like Liam said, you can kind of maybe maybe give him a bit of benefit after the first game, but that second one, no. Um, and just another thing I wanted to touch on there, Liam, is do you know what? I think one thing we need to get used to as a fan base in particular, is becoming okay and it being completely acceptable for fellow fucking Arsenal fans to have a very fluid opinion on, on what they're seeing. I think that's, you know, I've always said it, football is a, you know, the way you think about it or how you feel it is very, very fluid. I mean, look, if you win a game, you're happy. If you don't, you're not. I mean, that changes week on week more so than it has for Arsenal this season because it's been incredibly challenging to support our club. Um, you know, this season, or even you could pick fucking any season out of the last, what, three, four, five. We've won silverware in that time as well. Um, but Liam, like this, you don't have to be in or out. You can just have reservations. That's fine. Um, yeah, and I think there's a, there's a number of us in that position. I'm just a bit ahead of the curve on you, Liam. I started edging down off that fucking fence a few weeks ago because, you know, it's a, the league table doesn't really lie. And again, it's the performances on the pitch which have concerned us probably the most. Um, and I was very much like you about, and I'm still very much like you, this summer's huge, even more so when you look at what's happened over the last few weeks in relation to the owners. I just think the summer's it's sink or swim for them, really no matter which way you want to come at it, they've got, they have to spend money. And if they don't, Jesus Christ, good luck. Um, Cause it will start getting nasty. Unfortunately, I feel uh, that is my fear. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, would I give Arteta till Christmas? It's that was always my view. Always, always, always my view. And I've stuck by that for a long time, but it's only, you know, over the last couple of months, I've started to look at just how poor some of his decision-making has been in games, substitutions, uh, the lack of adaptability to to recognising certain scenarios and games that worry me. I mean, look, it's it's all hypothetical, right? Like like Steve, like you say, what what does it really matter? I mean, we're all going to support the club no matter what fucking happens. 
simple as, and we all want the club to be successful. <laughs> Ultimately, I couldn't give a shit who owns Arsenal Football Club as long as the intentions are right. And that's just bringing us back, not to be the top, top, make us competitive first, let's be realistic, then start to push on from there. And I just think this summer, I, and again, look, we, I could be wrong. I really think the Cronkers are going to go for it this summer. I think they've been, they're having their hand forced. And like I said, if you ask every Arsenal fan, Cronkers go and spend 200 mil this summer. Would you be happy with that? Is that enough though, really? In actually in the COVID market, probably pre-COVID, maybe not. Pre-COVID, you're thinking, you know, especially with Man City sort of was it was it like who did they buy last season? That defender for like 60 million or something ridiculous from like Bright uh, from like Bournemouth. Nathan Atkin. Um, yeah. So when you Jesus, when you when, yeah. when you have these sort of things happening, it does obviously inflate the market. But maybe right now in a COVID world. You know, where clubs have lost a lot of money, if they are going to financially back Arteta, who knows? Um, what, it's one now thing, or never, yeah. It is. What, one thing I will say before we move on to the fun stuff is, um, you know, I was thinking about it today before, before the podcast, and I was thinking, and it's it's a, it's a very small defence of, of Mikel Arteta. Because um, if, if you look at the Premier League as a whole, and you look at every team, apart from Man City, every single team has been majorly inconsistent this season. Like every team, every team has mm. had really bad periods. You know, you, you look at like Everton, Tottenham, you know, just when you think they're sort of on the right track to sort of break into top four or top six, they always fall away. Um, look at Leicester. You look at some of their results this season. They've been, they're such a... Yeah, a Jekyll, yeah well, they're such a Jekyll and Hyde team. Um, mm. I'd, say, I'd say Man United, not so much, but apart from City and United, everyone else above us. And... I've said it so many times in the podcast. If we, if we, if you, if we had like an extra six points, you know, and, and you could, you could take that from any one of our many defeats this season, you know, mm. our season looks instantly healthier. Just and that's just from two games. Yeah. So it's a small defense yeah. of Arteta. No, I say to be a, Steve, I'd say that's a big defense to be honest. Because when you do take that step back, right, we're so in the moment with Arsenal, we're so emotionally attached to it. Sometimes it's hard to remove yourself from it and kind of just do what you've just done there and go. You know, if you look at the amount of crap decisions that have gone against us, and I know it happens to other clubs too, and, but and bad like Jacker moments or Sabias moments or like yeah, Lacazette, like yeah. there's loads of little things, mm-hmm. those fine margins that are defined games. Let's say two mm. or three of them go for us. That's an extra mm. nine points on the table. We're above mm. Tottenham, Everton, and Liverpool potentially, and we're like in fifth, and and it's a completely different outlook. Yeah, no, it really there's is. There are plenty. Of- Positives as well. I mean, our defensive record is the third best in the league. We've won more games already with two to play against Palace and Brighton than we did last season. Mm. Um, it's just those draws, the split of the many draws that we had last season. Some have been wins, some have been losses, but yeah. unfortunately it's gone the way that um, it, it looks less favourably. Um, and we're potentially on course to gain more points than we did last season and still finish... I don't know, and that points tally could then see us end up higher in the league, same in the league, or lower in the league than last season. Um, so the, there's, it's not been a season of all negatives, as no. as Twitter might have you think. <laughs> Twitter would make you think that even when you win. To be honest with you, that's just Twitter. It's just full of but, but, I mean, madness. We beat Chelsea, and people were criticising. The people were celebrating. I was like, if, oh, you can't, if you can't sell it, if you can't enjoy beating Chelsea, go and follow a different sport because. No, but you're going to have the same problem no matter what sport you're in. Because, look, this is why I'm just trying to... The fluidity of opinion is perfectly normal in football. That's just how it is. You know, if you're doing good, it's easy to just jump on a bandwagon and be like, yeah, everything's great. I mean, it's been a fucking long time since we've been able to talk that confidently. But, you know, look, I just think it's fine. People just need to stop pushing genders and just accept the fact that we have different opinions. That's absolutely fine. But again, the underlying message that we're all sending is to each other, we want better for our club and for us as fans. Yes. That, it's that simple. One negative thing I want to say before we move on to a positive, to all the good stuff, because I know let's, let's not bring that back up. But also just on the positives there, I think I, I, think I saw this. We're, the, we're fourth in the table since Christmas on form, apparently. Third. Even better. After Chelsea, we after Chelsea we 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 jumped to third. See, I was reading it before. Thanks, Liam. Look at that updates. Um, I love that. 
Which is bad. Positive, and I'll remember the positives. Don't you worry. <laughs> Allow me to interject. There, okay? <laughs> if we're going off stats, you know, Willian is probably one of our highest performing midfielders this season. So I don't. I can't even. I can't even joke about Willian. Don't always you. They're not always a fair reflection or that accurate. Um, league table, though. No, but it's. Yeah, I suppose. That's one. Let's be honest. We've already said it. Like the league table is the true reflection of your side. <clears throat> Thirty-eight games, full season. Wank. Second half of the season, better. <laughs> do we get Do we get a trophy for that? <laughs> well, we'll make one. Second we'll send it to the lads. Jack, top four. Anyway, you. the one negative thing I just wanted to say, and I feel like this has been heavily overlooked, and it's something that's really crept into my mind the last few days, and I just wanted to, to run it by you guys, was we keep talking about the summer, right? And we keep talking about, ah, oh, we might have this to be able to go and spend. You know, I'm saying 200 mil, because I think we'll be able to recoup at least 50 million in sales. We all listen to a lot of podcasts, unless I've fell asleep listening to one of them. No one has ever brought up the fact that, do you feel we might be at risk to losing what we consider our best talent because of the position we now find ourselves in as a club? The Very horrible talent. to... Saka, in Saka. for yeah. example. Yeah, I'm... They're not going anywhere. They've just tied them down. <clears throat> Every player's got a price. So hypothetical, someone comes in with 100 mil for Saka this summer. What would you do? Okay. I don't want to sell this other question. I I mean, yeah, I I, I know where you're going with this, but at the same time, who's going to? Yeah. Who's going to be to that? It's it's similar. I don't think anybody will. I I don't even want to think about that. (laughs) No, neither neither do I, but I'm just saying, my mind's been open to the fact that none of us have spoken about it. When we are now, let's, we've got to call it as it is. We're a mid-table team, as it stands. We've got some really good young players there, which other clubs will be interested in, like we usually are when we're at the top looking at the mid-table. If, if we sell them, then it's game over. This is all going very dark and depressing. I love it. Dark, um, depressing. It's dark and depressing outside. Um, Slack was going nowhere. But yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying, mate. It's a, we do sort of overlook it. Because um, mm. you've got to sort of wonder where... You know, you've got to kind of speculate to accumulate. So you, you mm. do kind of wonder whether, you know, hopefully we can get a 60 million for Willian. <laughs> oh, mate, I fucking, I think. I take 60 pounds for Willian, mate, to be honest. <laughs> um, anyway, oh. moving on. Um, so we've all got our worst Arsenal 11s. Dude, this is still dark. We should have gone for best 11 after this, no? Oh, <laughs> it, I think a best 11 is really easy. Either, Thinking about it, I did get my best 11 a lot quicker than I did. Yeah. The only position I struggled with in the best was like a right winger. Uh, otherwise, the rest came pretty quick. Who, who did you go for your right winger in your best 11? Walcott. What? What? <laughs> what? Emirates, Emirates era. But like Freddie was, was Highbury. Um... Ox, no. Uh, Pepe, Saka, eh, not enough data points yet. Um, uh, I couldn't think of anyone else. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, yeah. there's a teaser. I can't believe you've put Theo Walcott in your ultimate, ultimate Arsenal 11. But- Steve, by the way, our reaction was identical at the exact same time then. That'll be the name of the pod. Walcott? <laughs> what? <laughs> So I'll kick it off. For me and goal, Manuel Munia. All day long. Calvin? Yeah, Manuel Munia. I've gone different. Who the fuck is worse than that guy? Okay, because okay. I thought I want this to be somewhat interesting. I thought everyone's going out Munia. I've got to be a bit different here. So I've decided, my um, disclaimer alert, this is throughout my entire 11, of who also did the least right for us, as well as was just crap so yeah. just on the least right so by that very definition i went with emiliano viviano he didn't actually play a game for us and just generally quite a shit keeper as far as i could gather that's not a bad shout i had a backup option for this if we all went almunia richard wright. and i thought you were going to go for him nah richard oh, wright, wright. Poon, one, but, uh, richard wright. Oh, I'm too early Jesus. no i went for vito minone i thought it was a pretty uh, i had that game at keeper. fulham so he had that game at Fulham, so yeah, the least right I've said the least right, and he did something right. So yeah, he did. Yeah, one good game. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I mean, I'll have to get Olympiacos. That was hilarious. 
um, frankly. Yeah. Centre backs. I've got Mustafi <laughs> and Squalacci. Oh, fucking hell, that's awful. However you pronounce it. I, that, that was difficult because I, I was thinking about, you know, um, Stefanov's or uh, Senderos. I went for Stepanov's. He had to go in there. And as you've gone for Mustafi, I'll go with my other recommendation for worst central defender. Not, did you have Mustafi? You can keep Mustafi. Nah, I'm going to go one. It just doesn't, this this guy's name, just, I hate it. Mikel Silvestre, when he got, do you remember he oh, played centre-back? I nearly did. <laughs> I nearly put him in. He's oh, actually close. in mine as a fullback. <laughs> I've moved centre half as well. <laughs> I know. I've not restuck the positions. Oh, Jesus. Just went four defenders. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I nearly put Mustafi in, but I remember he was actually decent for six months. So that's, you know, I'm trying to stick to my rules here. Um, I've gone Skilachi as well, and I did go for Senderos. Wow. Senderos actually wasn't that bad in that. The I never thought he was actually season. I think he was rubbish without ever doing I think he was okay with just without doing anything good. Like he just wasn't good. He was had his shit moments like Mustafi did, but he just was never actually good at any point, as far as memory recalls. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. I can't argue with that really. Because like he was just a big lump of a man, he just ran around really. <laughs> yeah, after after our like invincibles team, Wenger real had a real issue. I mean, I don't think he ever fixed the defence in the last 10 plus years. He, he never invested in a, in a truly... And when we, when we could have people like uh, Cahill and, and, and um, Van Dyke, we opted for like... Um, Mustafi. sake. <laughs> um, 35 great British pounds. Yeah. 35 million of them. You know what's ridiculous about that as well? We, I, I remember when we were going for Gary Cahill before we went to Chelsea and Bolt wanted like 9 million and we wouldn't pay. We wouldn't pay it. Chelsea were like nine million or ten million, have it. So yeah. I'm going to change my fullbacks because technically Sylvester isn't a fullback. Um, so I've gone for Andrew Santos, and my reserve oh, is Kyle Jenkinson. Well, Stephen, I'm going to have to second both of those. I went Kyle Jenkinson at right back and Santos at left back. I did feel a bit bad because Jenkinson, you know, he's a he's gooner. Proper, he's a proper gooner. What do they call him? Mm. Tribalists. He's a tribalist. <laughs> What, what, about, what about you, Liam? Okay, right back. I liked Jenkinson too much to put him in there, just as a person. I thought yeah. he was cool. And he got his goal, didn't he, against uh, Norwich? Norwich, so, yeah. Does make him um, very calm, I think. No, no, it doesn't. But I'm going by the least amount right. So I ended up going for Mitch Steiner. Um, right back. He's my second option, to be fair, because he was shite. That's a good one. I thought we've got yeah. a really good player in there, and then it just, well, it just wasn't. Um, yeah. And... I might have to change my left back because Santos was that awful. I forgot he even existed. Um, Who did I, you and I really, I really tried not to use youngsters, but I ended up at left back. I went with Ignacio Mikel just because I thought he was rubbish. Right even I know, he was a teenager and I felt a bit bad for putting him in, but I forgot Santos existed, so I might have to switch that out. I, yeah, I don't even know who he is. I mean, he was a youngster. He played a few game yeah. youth games for us, and then he he had a very short spell in the first team because I yeah. think there was injuries, and he was just bang average rubbish. So uh, going, he was a kid, so I felt are you, like. But are you going to go for him over? Um, no, I've got to go Santos. Now I've heard Santos. I forgot, he was that bad. I forgot he existed. So I think I've got to go to change it. Go for him. So bad. He he did score a goal <laughs> at Stamford Bridge. Though. Stamford Bridge. Yeah, but Magic. he was bad enough that I forget. <laughs> yeah, go for Santos. So in midfield, um, I've gone for um, Denilson yeah. and Frimpong in the midfield. Steve, what, we just we, we said too similar. Mine's the, mine's the exact same <laughs> with no options. It is literally just those two names. There's no backups. It is Frimpong and Denilson. I can't look any any further beyond That's that. Hilarious. Okay, like, I've got Frimpong. I've got Frimpong in there, but yeah. I was I nearly went Denilson. I ended up going Flamini. Oh, really? Oh, it's controversial. I like it. It's though. hard. I thought the Emirates era was quite hard because we've had mm. Fabregas, we've had Nazri, we've had Ozil, Ramsey, etc. It's really hard from the Emirates era. Mm. If ever a position we couldn't find a bad player, centre midfield. Um, so I nearly went to Nilsson, but I remember a couple of screamers that he scored. Um, 
What are Flamini's goals at old um, what are they? Yeah, uh, well, he scored against Newcastle. I yeah. was at Goodison actually when just... Nielsen hit that rocket. That was a good goal. That was a good goal. Flamini though, I, I, I just can't with it because I, I just never warmed to Flamini. So I just whereas Nielsen yeah. had a bit of a soft spot for for mm. some weird reason. Maybe because he was a youngster and he was very new it, to the country. He just got like, like an issue. I just youngsters. felt sorry for him. Yeah, I can see where he's coming from, though, because let's be realistic here. Liam's predominantly Emirates era. And I was just about to say, but surely you've got to give Flamini credit for that season where he filled in at left back when we made it to the Champions League final last year. Yeah, he, play, he played so many. I never realised. Really well, mate. Yeah, when Ashley Cole was injured last season at Highbury, he slotted in at left back and did a mm. job. Paid a serious lot, yeah. job okay, but fair, fair, fair. I can no 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 but that's why I can see it I can see where he's coming from if you only can judge Flamini on what he did in his second stint it, it wasn't groundbreaking was it those two those two goals at White Hart Lane outside of that there wasn't a lot going on to be honest yeah there was a goal against Newcastle I remember as well um, Scream but out. I just for, for whatever reason I just never warmed to Flamini I just never did and uh, yeah I went with him ahead of Danielson it was mm-hmm. a toss up though that's fair, mate. That's that's, fair. It's your 11. You're 11. Yeah. Sounds quite good. You're the manager. <laughs> You're the manager. So, um, wingers. For wingers, I mean, I'm definitely cheating here a bit. I've gone for Willian. Yeah. And oh, he's not really a winger, but I just, he had to be in the Kim Kalstrom. Maybe I'll have a penalty. Maybe I'll have like a three man midfield with Willian in front. That's, that's, how, that's how I'll get around it. But your instructions were very much 4-4-2, lads. Come on. Yeah, but you can play a diamond <laughs> as the four. 4-4-2 four, four, means 4-4-2, four, four, mate. It's flat 4-4-2. Four, four, I'm the manager. <laughs> so well, I'm, then if you were a manager, you're in, you're fucking... What's it called? Your communication is out... It's in the fucking bin. It's in the bin, Steve. There it is. It's in the bin. I'm a bit pissed. I'm really pissed off at myself that I haven't even written Willian down. I actually feel like I might just see myself out of the conversation after <laughs> doing that, to be honest, because he's fucking terrible. But I went with Kabadiawara. Who? Exactly. Um, <laughs> sounds like we're doing substitutes at the Emirates there. Um, and then Dennis Suarez. Is he a winger? Kind of. Oh, well, well, you know what? Because we'd allow Kim Kalstrom. we we'll allow that as well. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> I'm just going to say, my two wingers don't fit into this hybrid 4-3-3 diamonds, whatever, <laughs> what not you're doing. Mine it's are the, very much the, wingers. It's the future. Yeah. Go on, this Liv. This is Pep. I'm Pep looking yeah, yeah, all right. Uh, Willian. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, Javinho yeah. was the other one. Oh my that god, yeah. I can't get this miss against Bradford out of my head when I was thinking of left wing. Oh fuck me, yeah. Played that was embarrassing. Well. Played a lot. Was that in the League Cup when we lost the penalties? Yeah, I couldn't get that. I mean, he'd done enough wrong to warrant his place anyway, but when I was thinking left wingers, I just went Javinho, the Bradford. Oh my what? god. Were we wearing See, a think... horrible purple kit that night? That striped kit. Yeah. yeah. Shit, it was shit in every possible way that night fucking hell it's when you it's, I'm glad we've done this actually I'm glad but also not glad because you've unearthed some players that I've literally erased from my memory with fucking good reason Javinho <laughs> uh, you I can't like the first thing I think when I think Javinho is not Bradford it's just that that picture of when his headband fell out when he was playing for Roma if you've never seen it look it up it's hilarious it's like it's further back it's, it's further back than mine mate Let's put it that. Talking of hair, that falls really nicely into strikers. Um, because I've gone for Maram Shamak. Yeah. You had <laughs> if, if you if you've never Worst seen hair. Barnet, he just oh I mean listen, it can't be nicely in your hair. Um, you know, I think we I think not yeah, really we all fear that. But just yeah, go go, you know, you gotta go bold gracefully. Don't try and gel. The front's down or whatever. So yeah, I've gone for Marishamak and yeah. and Francis Jeffers. Um, Sonogo was it was nearly in there, but he didn't really play enough to sort of warrant kind of that level. No, he didn't didn't have enough opportunity. And Sonogo did score that goal against Dortmund in Champions League. Yeah, My yeah, Champions League. That was good. Groups, good, think, good yeah. moment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, Steve again. Listeners, we didn't actually. T- 
pass each other's answers over here. But yeah, I've gone with Francis Jeffers and Mr. <laughs> Hairman, Marin Shamak, who, best way to describe his barnet, it's like someone got, you remember those old school tubs of gel you get in Sainsbury's for like a quid? Like that horrible wet look shit. It's like he got a whole handful of it and just smacked it on his head. And just patted himself down. They're like bright green stuff. You know it. That, it's that stuff. It's just smell quite nice, though. Yeah. That's what schools... Um, but my other backup striker, next to Shamak, after his magnificent goal in the in the comeback against Reading, I believe, in a cup. 7-5? Seven, 7-5. Five. Seven, yeah, it's got twice. Mad. Um, was... <laughs> I can't remember what his actual name was. Was it Park? No, Jason Park. Park Jason. Park Jason. Yeah. yeah oh, no, no, that's the Man United bloke, wasn't it? The, 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 that's why I just Chu Young, Young Park. Park. There that's you go. He's in out. there. He's <laughs> in. I can edit that out. Liam, who did you go for? Yeah, Shamak, uh, frankly. And this is where my rules started to go out the window because I couldn't think of strikers that hadn't done anything right. So I did go with Sonogo. Yeah, I think it was. I mean, call me a little bit harsh. I was like Danny Welbeck. I just thought he was a bit shit and a bit. A bit well, but wasn't bad. He was kind of mm. like just a decent utility Meh. striker. He was never meant to be anything more, and I don't good think he was player. anything less. Good squad good. player, that's it. Yeah, he's all right. We've yeah. got some very good, uh, really interesting 11s. Mine and Calvin's pretty much identical. Pretty much identical. Liam, yeah. Liam, yeah. you've, you've completely sort of gone. I've really tried right. to not that's be. Good. So I'm trying not to be boring. I did have a quick one in reserve for my striker, actually, that's literally just popped into my head. Uh, yeah. Lucas Perez, um, who oh. I actually quite liked. Yeah. I actually quite liked, but he never got a break ever during his time with us. And I felt really quite sorry for him. I thought that's... he was actually decent. but I, didn't... I agree. He was a good player. I liked player. him, there but is... nothing went for him. He did get a hat-trick in the Champions League. Yeah, and then he scored a real good goal at Bournemouth one year as well. Really good technique, but that is yeah, got to yeah, be yeah. that's a great shout. That's got to be one of the strangest signings. I when really you look at the amount it. of money we put on him, seventeen mil. That's yeah. Geez. I thought I actually thought he was a decent player, I and mean, every time I saw him, I thought you're not too bad actually. But Wenger never mm. fancied him and just never really went his way. So what that's why nearly put him in. Those late Sorry. Wenger years, or where, what year was that? Because those yes. late years, all 2016, 2016, yeah. same. It was the same year we got Mustafi because I remember oh, it, yeah. uh, quite close to deadline day. Jesus, we what signed him. Man, he and... went to play for West Ham, didn't he? What is it? Yeah, didn't do anything there either. Why is it with Arsenal signing players on deadline day? Literally live for it. You know <laughs> why, mate? Because day, uh, it was close to the end. It was really close, and it's. I don't want to go back to the negative spiral, but it's just that's what poor planning yeah. does for you, mate. Desperation. Yeah. Two players that I, I, I was sort of um, toying with that, that I expected maybe to see. Um, Inichi Inamoto. Do you remember him? I don't even remember him. Never, Never played. played. Never played. Never played. And Johan Juru. He was yeah, I, I thought of him, but he was, was actually... Like, did we have Armand Traore as well? Armand Traore, yeah, left back. young. He was yeah. very young though. He was a teenager. So remember, I, I'd had nearly put him in, but I thought, no, I'll give him a break. He was I remember, still a kid. I remember, I remember the team that went to Old Trafford and lost 8-2. God, that was a trip. He was in was that team, wasn't he? Wasn't he? Yeah. I think he was. I remember him. He played in that game. We got batted 4-0 in the FA Cup when we played, when Man United played about six, seven or eight defenders. Yeah. No, it wasn't 4-0. It was like 2-0 or something, wasn't it? But when they played, played all the defenders, that. it was 8-2. No, no, it was FA Cup game. They played all the players. Okay. No, good work, guys. Um, quite enjoyed that. We'll, we'll have to do. We'll have to do a best eleven. Actually, I'm quite intrigued to see what um, you told your us to do it. You told us to do it, and I've actually got a best eleven <laughs> ready for tonight. You know what? Do you want to read it out? I'm intrigued. I've not. I've not prepared mine, but I'd love to know what your best eleven is. All right, let's do all it. Right. I'm going to do it on the fly. Let's Go on, do then. It. it shouldn't be I'm too down. difficult. Go on, then read it out. I want Chesney and goal. Uh, right back Sanya, centre backs Koscielny and Murtasaka, left back Tierney, right mid Walcott, Fabregas Ramsey's a centre, Sanchez left wing, Aubameyang up front, and um, I hope I'm allowed him put Henri in because he was yeah, he the Emirates. Yeah, and then I, I was also thinking of the technicality of him being on loan, but I, I mean Henri. 
Well, you just, push him a lot. Okay. Were you actually going for an Emirates era then? Yeah, well, what I've seen. Because okay. I can't, re- I don't really remember anything. I don't even really remember the Invincibles. So pre-2006 is hard for me to, I've got my memory problems anyway uh, with my mental health. So I find it was quite tough, like trying to recall squads and things anyway. Um, I just don't remember much of Arsenal before the Emirates. Bits and pieces here or there. No, but, so it's, I went it's interesting, you know, putting Chesney in an all-time Arsenal level. <laughs> that is, do you know what, it's mad. Pre-Emirates, so I've got shouts of Lehman and Seaman who'd obviously get in the head, but otherwise, I checked didn't do enough for us to get in ahead of Chesney. No. Leno, neither. Uh, certainly not Almunia, Fabianski, Manone. <laughs> that it's, in- it's interesting that you put Koscielny in there because I've never, I never really rate Koscielny. Oh, it's very good. No, he's decent. He, he's for, okay. There was a period of time he was one of the best defenders in the league for a period, maybe two years. But well, I couldn't help but think, I felt sad. Liam, no offence, when you were reading out yeah. that squad, your, your face was a picture, Steve, as well, because we were both going, what? And I was just like, this poor can't chap. Argue just... with it, though, no, I can't. Not, not when it's Emirates. Yeah, not when it's Emirates. Yeah. But I'm just like, wow. Te- there was this technically, whole... wasn't really what we were doing, but, you know, <laughs> it's fine. You say pre-Emirates, but like for me, if if I'm doing my best Emirates era team, it's, it's that 2008 team with Fabregas, Gilberto, uh, Claire, Adebayor. Adebayor, Van Persie. That team should have won the league. We with Edward yeah. at front. We were way we, that year. We were oh seven away. That that was a, probably our best Emirates team. Um, mm. Go on, Calvin. Come on, then. Quick. This is this is just. It took me two seconds to write it down. So we're going big. Dave Seaman in goal. Lauren at right back. Yep. Big Sol Campbell and Tony Adams center halves. I nearly had Sol Campbell in because he had a season of oh, the Emirates did, yeah. I nearly put Sol yeah, Campbell in. But I thought that might be yeah. pushing my luck a bit. So I didn't. Uh, but I nearly did. We're gonna, let, we're gonna let you off. Controversially at left back, Ashley Cole. You've got her, unfortunately. You've got her, haven't you? The best great player. He's one of the best player yeah. of all time. What? Yeah, I, I can't you can't deny it, can you? Um a strange opinion at right wing, but it's Ray Parler. I think consistency over the years and his dedication to the club was fucking unbelievable. Not fear or not more of a central. He's <laughs> not more of a central player though, Parler. Played a lot out wide. Yeah, he played a lot out wide for us. To be honest with you, yeah, he was. Shows my age. Don't even know where he played on the pitch. <laughs> um, Vieira and Fabregas in the middle. Pires on the left, and then obviously you've got the two legends up front, and that's Thierry Henry and Dennis Bergkamp. My mine would be exactly the same. I I, I do feel it, I'd have to. Uh, Gilberto was a rock as well, though. But yeah, I'd he put was Fabregas, really good. I'd put, I'd put Fabregas over Gilberto. I'd probably put Lundberg, Pires on the wings. Yeah, and then Henry Burkamp, or maybe Henry. And I thought about Ian Wright, Henry just Van pure... prime Van Persie, prime Ian Wright. You've got Nicholas Anelka as well. Um, You've also got got like Alexis Sanchez. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have Alexis over Perez, though. Perez was something else. I don't know. Alexis, yeah. It's interesting how no one's had Mesut Ozil, which is quite funny. I did think of Ozil. I did think of Ozil for an Emirates era, but Fabregas and Ramsey was just too difficult to argue. Had to be Fabregas, and then it was a toss-up a bit between Ramsey and Ozil, but... Ramsey's won yeah. two FA Cups on his own. Well, not on his own, yeah. but I can't. I, I can't see past him. Yeah, you can. Fabregas. I mean, again, like you know, like Ashley, slightly different scenarios, but you know, Fabregas. A lot of people just can't stand him because of where he ended up. It's not his fault. Um, you know, we had first dibs and turned it down, which is one of the most ridiculous decisions I think Arsene Wenger made in his time at, at the club. Yeah. To be honest. Um, but, you know, I, I can't help but think Fabregas and some of the great goals he scored, like, he scored some great, great goals. There's big goals as well. Like, one of my favourite Emirates moments. Yeah, Probably. Milan. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. You've hit the nail on the head. That, those two goals in a minute at the Emirates. I, I, haven't, I haven't been to, like, you know, the Barcelona at home or... There hasn't been, you know, Leicester when we won in that season. We probably should have gone on to win the league yeah. the year they won it. Um for me, that's one of my favourite Emirates periods, memories so far, I guess. Like that, you know, Fabregas just steaming through straight from kickoff to slot it in. You know, well, I'm going to be there for that. Hmm. So I just curious. 
the three nil. Oh, yeah, I was like, on TV. I didn't know what was happening because I mean everyone's probably seen the replays and yeah. most people probably watched on TV. But you just see uh, it was talking about Van Persie's goal and all the replays, and then they went. Um, they Pitch showed back. the Arsenal badge as they cut back to the picture, and the next thing you know, Fabregas is taking the shot at the moment it cuts back, and you just yeah. think. Wait, what? You just don't actually know. It's great, man. It was surreal. That's what was good about live football. It's just like that moment where, because you know what it's like when you're in the stadium, you're buzzing for a good bit afterwards. But then you know when it's just, the crescendo's just starting to come down a little bit where you get back into maybe taking a seat. But you didn't have time. You just about to start stop celebrating like a madman because it's Spurs. You always give it a bit extra. Mm. And then it was just before you even had the chance to the noise to quieten down, it rose again because of the anticipation of when someone goes through and go, you know, that, that crescendo of noise yeah. that you get when when a moment's coming and then just, you know, it just slots it in. It was fucking brilliant, man. Absolutely brilliant. There's ever a goal I wish I could have been at the Emirates. I must be flung because it's just, there's also that, it's a really poignant kind of moment, but that, that pause as you go, oh, and then the pause as the goal is about to go in or as they take the shot, yeah. that's like good for any goal. But for that yeah. one, I'll yeah. bet that would have been just something else. So on this day in 2006, we lost the Champions League final, which is a bit of a depressing uh, memory. Oh, I think the other one this day. Could you... well, what, was the other, However, what was the other one? However, the other final. one is the FA Cup final against Hull City, which we won 3-2. Uh, it was a first... We'll go for that one. then. We'll go for that one. <laughs> the first trophy we won in, what, like, was it eight years? We had like Long an ago, ten, ten years. No, because we, we won the FA Cup in 2004. No, it's 2004, 2005. Yes, it was eight years. Mm-hmm. 2014, so it might have been nine. But yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah 2014, not, not, not 2013. My bad. Because um, I remember the season, the season before we lost the League Cup final to Birmingham. To Birmingham. Yeah, that was painful. Oh, I don't think it was a season before. I think a couple it was a, years before. It was a couple of years. God, that was, that was depressing, that League Cup final. That was. Yeah. That was really peak. Please so anyway, anyway, um, question is, can you guys remember the lineup? We'll do a joint effort. In goal. I know the goalkeeper was Fabianski. Yeah. Because it's just remember his horror moment at the end trying to find oh, the game when he, away. When he ran out yeah. of his goal. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know what he was trying, but that's how I remember the goalkeeper. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be quite easy for Liam because it's pretty much his all-time off. <laughs> 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 it probably is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Center half. Yeah, yeah. Full backs. Tanya. Yep. Yeah. I don't know who the left back was. Jesus, yeah. I'm... Jesus was not there, I'm afraid. It oh, must have been Gibbs or Monreal, but I'm not I'm, sure. Which. I'm gonna Monreal. I think Gibbs. It's Gibbs. Wow. <laughs> Monreal was on the cusp. I think it must have been about that time that we signed him. I couldn't I really remember. like Kieran Gibbs. He sort of never really... Is he, was he still at West Brom? Yeah, he is, yeah. Is he? Never quite, yeah. He's never quite just oh. hit the heights that a lot of people expected, I think. Which is fine. Which is fine. So, midfield. It's like it's harder. So, obviously, we'll go Santi Cazola in there somewhere. Yeah. The free yeah. kick, yeah. Aaron Ramsey. Did Ram- did yep. he start, Ramsey? Okay, he yep. did start. Yeah, okay. That was the, that was the best season he ever had for us. Yeah, I know, but I can't, for whatever reason, I can't remember for some because I remember he got the goal in extra time. But for whatever reason, I couldn't just. I just had a thought that he might have been subbed on for some reason. Oh, fair enough. Can you remember who was captain that day? Captain uh, Mertesacker. He's in midfield. Arteta. There we go. There you go, Arteta. So we just have to Christ. warn more midfielder. Centre mid, or is it more of a winger? It's more uh, wide. Attacking midfielder. I I'm not. Not Walcott. No. It is what? Or is it Ski? No. Ox? No. Not Rizitsky. A creative man. It's really. Just with a smile. This is bad. I'm I'm his biggest fan. I don't know if it's. Do you know, just because, do you know what? Steve Conn is really easy. Do you know what we should do next week is can let him pick the fucking 11 and see how easy he finds <laughs> it when he's not reading the bloody names. We'll pick a game from 1912. 
And he can't have Mesut, Ted Drake. Or... Messer. Oh, wow. No, he wasn't. Was he already at the club? So, yeah, that was yeah, his first was, season. It was Arteta Ramadan. Oh, no, it was Alexis's first season, the next one. Okay, I yeah. thought Villa was first. Okay. So up front, can you the two strikers? Sonogo started, didn't he? No. Came on as a sub. Oh, came on. Um, strikers for that game. Fucking I'm hell. sure Giroud was on the bench. No, oh, Podolski. Yeah, Podolski's played. He, he started, didn't yeah. he? Mad. Yeah, I remember and he then, was lining up the free kick with Pizzola, I think. Who else up front at that time? Jesus Christ. Giroud came on as a sub, didn't he? No, he started as well. Did he? Yeah. I thought he came he on as a sub. So, yeah, it was Fabianski, Sagan, Mertesacker, Kishani, Gibbs, Arteta, Ramsey, Gazola, Ozil, Podolski, Giroud. And on the bench was uh, Chesney, Vermalian, Riziki, Wilshire, Monreal, Flamini, Sonogo. And uh, Riziki, Wilshire, and Sonogo there. came off the bench. Um, wow. Why was... I, I'm guessing Fabianski was in goal because Arsene Wenger used to have that cup goalie thing. Yeah, cup keeper. Yeah. <sighs> really Which bad. is mad. I remember watching this game down at the Rocket um, on the Holloway Road. And when, when we, the previous couple of years before, we'd gone down to watch the game at the pub to watch uh, the Birmingham final around the ground. And it was just that moment of feeling, like, oh my God, it's going to happen again. You know, after two early goals. And I, I remember just sitting outside having like a cigarette, like almost <laughs> just thinking like, what is the point anymore? Yeah, I've got a slightly amusing story as well. So it involves all the cup finals. So the, the three in that four year period. So, I mean, Got to remember me being the Emirates era fan. I've never seen us lift a trophy. I've never seen it. I was still haunted by Birmingham. I have vague recollections of the Champions League final. So going into the game, I'm, I'm quite hyped. I'm going, Tony, oh, we'll win that, surely. Um, and then about a week before the game, so I used to work for Peterborough United um, Football Club. Uh, but the catering service also got called to do another job. So at the time of the game, I was called to go to this job and it was about an hour's drive away on a minibus with all my, everyone I worked with. Um, and so I was utterly gutted and the, my boss was a massive Spurs fan. So literally we went two goals down whilst I'm on this bus up to try and work, trying to watch the game on my phone and whatever crap stream I could. Mm. Um, and my, we stopped for a drink break or to the toilet break, you know, in air quotes. And I just saw the door. I was sat by the, this minivan and the door, we were in two minivans and the door opened and my boss walks in and goes, Liam, how's the cup final going? Bitch. Um, she knew exactly what was happening. Next year, we get to another cup final. I'm thinking, oh, great. I can see this one at last. I can actually see this win a trophy. Nope, missed that as well. Family barbecue that I couldn't get out of because I was too young, you know, to be of that age where I can stay at home by myself or get out mm. of a family event type of thing bastards ruined it um and it wasn't until two years later so i'm about never seen us win a trophy i've missed the two we actually lifted thanks to work and i made sure that uh, the 2017 cup final i was and i was in um, the gunners pub in london traveled to london just nice. for the sake of well it was meant to be the emirates screening but there was a terrorist stuff so it got cancelled but i still went up there made sure i found a pub celebrated loads of arsenal fans so i was four years late but eventually saw it but i missed it to my Fucking stupid work. That was a great cut final as well. The Villa one was was very sort of like too easy. Easy. Call it what it is. It was on the day. It was too. Oh easy. yeah. Chelsea one though was phenomenal. That was brilliant. That, that was proper that, good. That Ramsey header. Is it header? Yeah. Yeah. Giroud. Yeah. Giroud Giroux 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 would just come on as a sub and then goes and does that. Fucking hell. Giroud's. You can never fault Giroud as much as. You know, you were talking about VAR earlier and how much it's annoying for goal celebrations, but fuck me, is it funny when you're on the other side, right? And you're just watching Giroud and Chilway slide. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, that for me is really harsh. And I, even for the FA Cup final, I just think it's just not right, man. That's funny. so harsh to disallow that goal. Um, You've got I mean, a off, funny. I've got a slightly different point of offsides, offside. See, it's the same as the goal line technology. If it's not over the line, it's not over the line. And if it's an offside, it's... The rule is shit, don't get me wrong. But I loved it, and I thought, well, he's got the rule out, he's offside. So I just it made the rest of it. It couldn't have happened to a nicer bunch of uh, players. Nah. 
you ask me. It's funny. Like, it is don't get hard me wrong, I show. It. It, mor- mor- morally, I do think, God, that's yeah, that's shake. Because if it was us, we would be yeah, oh, yeah. That's all I always boil it back down to is that if it was us scenario, yeah, you'd be absolutely gutted. On the fans, though, Leicester celebrated the decision probably more than Tielemans' goal. You could hear the yeah. roar come through the TV. Yeah, that was that was yeah. a good sight to. Wouldn't it be wouldn't it be wonderful if Chelsea drop out of top four and then lose the Champions League final? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Don't get me don't get my hopes up. It could happen though, because they've yeah, got no, it could. next. Not this isn't a Chelsea podcast, but you know, it's, 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 well, it's, it's an Arsenal podcast, so we laugh at Chelsea. Yeah, we laugh. But can I just ask you boys a question? Just on that, who do you want to? Actually, no. I need to think of a good way to ask this question. I want them both to lose a twenty-two man brawl, and the game gets called off. See, you already give me the answers. I don't even ask a question. I love it. You know where I was going because I was like, how can I... I hate yeah, both who... of them. Yeah. Whereas I, feel I like just think I'd rather City. I'd rather City just because... No one really cares. Let's be honest. No one gives a fuck. You're a... No yeah. offence. It's plastic. Not a plastic club because that's harsh because there's people that support that club for a long time. But I Man... never see them anywhere. They're Man City. Ever. They're Man City in no. name only. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I I would go City as well, but because I think we've got a bit more history with Chelsea, and it hurts a bit more to see that the team are more. I feel there's more of a rival win it than I do Man City because, uh, yeah, Chelsea have kind of bought their way to it a little bit as much as City have, but City have really spent to get to get to where they are. Um, it's like the lesser of two evils, isn't it? Because they're both. Yeah, I hate yeah, what they've just, done for the for the modern game, but. Yeah, I think just for the I fact mean, you that you've never seen We've spent money. You've got, there's no getting away from... I mean, I, I know I like to bash him, but God, we've spent some money as well. We just spent no, no, badly. But, but I think with yeah, Chelsea and Man City, when they spend badly, they just spend some more. They just write it off. <laughs> yeah, they literally they write it off. Yeah, it's just... I think Chelsea at least have a few in there that aren't just... They, I mean, City have a squad of £50 million players. There is virtually every single one, Bath till Foden. They're like mm. £50 million players. Whereas mm. Chelsea, I think, at least have a few that might not be um, somewhere in there. So I can deal with City winning the Champions League before us on the basis of every single player they have as a £50 million player. Um, unlike Chelsea, who I just I can't stand. I just can't. Because I think they're shit as well anyway, and I don't rate Tuchel, so I just I can't. <laughs> I can't have them win it. So we're in firm agreement then. This Man City for the Champions League. Fuck Chelsea. I, I think they'll, they'll beat them, to be fair. I mean, Chelsea have beat them on the last what, three, two or three occasions. So City are due a victory, to be fair. Um, I think yeah. Chelsea's bubble has been burst a little bit there as well. Not that I'll be watching the game. I could not care less. All right. Well, I uh, guess we'll wrap it up then, Steve, on that note. And uh, Liam, as always, we just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. And even though there was no Arsenal games to talk about, Actually, when I think you know, I say that out loud, it's probably a positive thing. Um, but look, you can follow us on all the major social media platforms. Steve can be found on Instagram and Twitter at In The Clock End. You'll find myself on Instagram at The Arsenal Shirt or on Twitter at underscore The Arse underscore. And Liam can also be found on Twitter. He is at Gronin Guna. Uh, so please keep an eye on our social media feeds for information on the next podcast. Uh, it will be and when it will be available. But until then, look after yourselves, look after each other. Take care. Goodbye.